What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The methods described and ideas expressed during this program have proven the impossible to be possible. At any rate, any action taken based on this information as discussed during the program, well, I'm sorry, that's strictly at your own risk. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis R. Avalone. Lewis, before you get going. Okay. AGR, AGR is launching tonight on a new radio network. We're adding 12 new markets to the AGR map thanks to AMFM 247 Radio. We are now on in Tampa Bay, Jacksonville, and the Villages, Florida. We're on in Pittsburgh and Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, my Lord. Las Vegas, Nevada, Macon, Georgia, Boulder, Colorado, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Long Beach, California, Rock Hill, South Carolina, and our nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Finally, those people get to hear exactly what we're saying. Absolutely. Well, this is so exciting. Big, big news. We're and very excited. It, you know what? What's that? We need to thank. Our listeners. Yeah. Because it's our listeners who have basically expanded our audience. Right. Across so many new markets. Uh, the you know, Did you already mention Cincinnati? Well, actually, yeah. Cincinnati's one that we uh, started, I guess, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so we're on in Cincinnati. And we've got expansion coming in Chattanooga, Tennessee. We've been on in Chattanooga, Tennessee, but there's a, a market just outside of Chattanooga. We're joining that as well. That'll be up, uh, I believe, next week. Well, folks, look, we really want to say again, thank you for listening to American Ground Radio. We, you know, we do this show for you. You're the reason we do the show. I mean. We say that. I mean, because really. Right. That's what it's all about. It is. It is. And about reminding folks about the greatness of this country, that the greatness of this, the greatness of America comes from the greatness within each of us. We are all created in God's image. God is great. Therefore, there is greatness within you. And the, the more we can make, more Americans have that greatness that was placed in them, manifest in the real world, the better our country's going to be. To believe in themselves. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Enough of that. Yes. Because, you know, too wrong, speaking of, you know, lessons learned mm-hmm. uh, growing up in this country two wrongs don't make a right that's true but can turn about still be fair play especially when it's the very same radicals mm-hmm. that the democrat socialists have been ginning up into a frenzy for years now turn on them mm. i mean you've well i mean you've got these unacceptable protests at the homes of at least two supreme court Three justices. At least three. Roberts, well, now, Alito, and Alito, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they continue with Democrats like Biden mm-hmm. uh, via Jen Psaki, yeah. uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, Lori Lightfoot, uh, bending over backwards to praise what are patently illegal actions. Take right. a listen. This is Bill Barr. Now, I know a lot of folks aren't extremely pleased with Bill Barr. But he makes a very important point that many in the mainstream media seem to be glossing over when they say, and especially Jen Psaki, she kind of called out conservatives. She said, look, you know, conservatives, 
they weren't so, you know, when they were the ones on January the 6th that were breaching the Capitol. Right. You know, conservatives said, well, that's just okay. That's no big deal. And that's not true. That's not true. That's not, not what true. We said at all. Republicans, conservatives alike. Yep. Condemned those actions we, on January the 6th. We did that on the show. So take a listen to Bill Barr where he says, look, this is not an acceptable form of protest for folks to go to the home of a Supreme Court justice. Well, that's not a valid form of protest because it's a violation of the law. Uh, you know, there's time and place for protest, and the, f the federal statute makes it clear that if you go to the house of a judge, the residence of a judge, to influence the judge uh, in, a, in his decisions and demonstrate that that's, that's a federal crime. And it's a state crime in the state of Virginia, at least. So uh, those are not valid forms of protest. They're obviously meant to intimidate. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a uh, parallel between this, the January 6th, which the Republican leadership condemned the violence there, the forceful entry into the Capitol and the fighting with police. But what was really bad about that was it was an attempt to intimidate uh, the Senate and, 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 the, and the vice president in carrying out their duties. And what's happening now, while not as much violence has been involved yet, it's no different. It's an attempt to, in, to interfere and to intimidate the officials who are carrying out their duties under the Constitution. I want to quibble with one small thing on that. He said not as much violence has gone on. I disagree. There was no attempt. Well, you know what? The only real violence uh, came from the officer, the Capitol Hill police officer, who shot, who, who shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. But in these protests, there have been firebombings of pro-life clinics. There were there were no Molotov cocktails thrown on January sixth. There just weren't. And and let me ask you, where in the Democrat leadership has there been a condemnation of those violent protests? Just name me one. Name me one within the Democrat leadership where they said, you know what, this is completely unacceptable. They I, keep saying I peaceful can't name protests are acceptable. But, of course, then you've got Jen Psaki out there saying, well, no, the president understands that there's a great deal of passion. I haven't seen a single elected Democrat, a single Democrat office holder anywhere in the country condemn any of these attacks I've seen anywhere. I, I, I may be wrong. I haven't seen it. And Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, the, mm -hmm. one of the deadliest cities, not only in this country, but around the world. Yeah. And so she now is calling. Five people murdered in Chicago this weekend. She says she is declared that this must be a call to arms. That's a direct quote, a call to arms. And that, and I quote, we will not surrender our rights without a fight. Now, with arms. Apparently not. I thought the problem in Chicago is that there are too many guns on the streets. Now, now, now she, just, wants, she wants more guns on the streets? Is that what, is that, what that is? Apparently. Because you have the right to bear arms. She's calling to arms. Well, it's over this abortion right. decision. But it's not so much that she is outraged over the abortion decision. She says that gay and transgenders mm -hmm. are next. No, they're not. 
that that the Supreme Court is coming for them next. They're not, and that's what she is calling for so, a call to arms. She clearly has not read the uh, but see, the draft the, but, by Alito because Alito no. clearly said in that this is about abortion. This doesn't relate to other things, and the reasoning we're using again to take down Roe v. Wade doesn't apply to other precedents. No, I understand, but you see, the left they while they pretend that they want to be peaceful mm-hmm. that peaceful protest is fine right. at the same time there's no condemnation from anyone on the left i, I say anyone on the left in democrat leadership i positions. haven't seen and again i still haven't seen democrats condemn the violence the burning the looting the rioting last summer two summers ago i haven't seen that and, and look uh, chuck schumer says it's fine it's fine for folks to protest he says he has several protests at his house now that is not illegal protesting a member of Congress's home is not illegal per se. No, it reflects poorly upon your character, but that's not illegal necessarily. But intimidating a judge... That's illegal. Illegal. Absolutely. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. First thing you need to know before tomorrow, gas prices have reached a new record high in America. That's according to AAA. The average price per gallon across the country is now $4.37 a gallon. This is despite the fact that President Biden has released millions of barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is only supposed to be used in cases of national emergency. You know, this is just so idiotic that we even mention that. He has somehow helped the United States by releasing the strategic reserves. I didn't say he helped. Oh, I understand. I said he released it. I understand. The numbers are set a record high, but the do, evidence says it didn't help. I understand, but do folks realize that that puts our nation in jeopardy? Because what happens when we deplete our strategic reserves? Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, someone threw two Molotov cocktails at an anti-abortion office in Salem, Oregon. It happened late Sunday night. No one was at the clinic at the time. Unfortunately, the incendiary devices did not do a lot of damage. But it's just one more example of the violence that occurred this weekend by people who want to be able to continue killing unborn human beings. And you know what? For anyone who says that those who are Mm pro-life are violent when Mm -hmm. they protest with respect to abortion clinics, Mm -hmm. I challenge them. Most people outside abortion clinics mm-hmm. are praying. They're praying. They're praying. And it turns out a lot of the violence that was committed by the in the name of the pro-life movement was done by one guy, Eric Rudolph, who was a terrorist who bombed the uh, the the bomb the uh, Atlantic uh, Olympics. It was one guy who did most of that violence, not the whole movement. Third thing you need to know before tomorrow, voters are going to the polls today in Nebraska and West Virginia for their primary elections. In West Virginia, the only races on the ballot are for congressional primaries. But in Nebraska, voters are making their selections for the U.S. House, governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, and attorney general. Nebraska Governor Pete Ricketts is term limited and not on the ballots. He has endorsed Jim Pillen to replace him. However, President Trump endorsed Charles Ebster. So far, every person President Trump has endorsed this year has won their election. How do how does a Democrat defend the record of this president? What do you run on? What is the platform of the Democrat Party? Because it seems like it's just plunder and destruction. Uh, I think the platform is uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault. That's it. It's Putin's fault. That's whose fault it is. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio. 
Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis Sar Evelone. You know, and we say often that being pro-life is not just being anti-abortion. Absolutely. It's about respecting the dignity of life at every stage in life. That includes at those end stages where, you know, just the Some, body gives out. Sometimes the it's mind hard. gives out. It's a difficult process. And there's a great deal, and there's folks out there right now, and and I'm, I pray for you. Mm-hmm. I that are that are taking care mm-hmm. of parents who right perhaps perhaps are at their at the end of that road right. And yet you have to respect. You must respect the dignity of life. Absolutely, and and the dignity of each human being, because even if even if somebody's in in diminished capacity. They are still a human being. They were still created the same as you. They're still viewed the same as you by the creator. They still have the same rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness that you have. And that's why the ramifications of this pro-life decision that was leaked from the United States Supreme Court, Mm -hmm. it has far-reaching ramifications throughout our entire society, our culture. Because many people say, you know, we have developed a culture of death in this country. But let's be clear about what those ramifications are. It's not going to cancel interracial marriage. It's not going to cancel gay marriage. That's not, that's what the left is saying. It has nothing to do with life. That has nothing to do with the the Those are decisions. Those are choices. Those are life choices this right. has nothing to do with no, deciding that's not whether it. a child mm-hmm. who is inside the womb of a woman right lives or dies that's right i mean that's really what what we're talking what about we're talking here about. and that's what alito makes very clear in his decision if you'll actually read the whole draft decision and this is what made me really excited when i read this mm-hmm. mississippi governor tate reeves he says look if the 15-week abortion ban that he signed into law mm-hmm. is upheld by the united state united states supreme court mm-hmm. he says that they will act the state will act to support mothers with unplanned pregnancies improve their foster care system the adoption the the system of adoption in this country. That is so great. We've been calling for that on this show for for a long time. That's one of the things we've been saying is that if you're going to be pro-life, it's not just about anti-abortion. What do you do for the mothers? What do you do for the babies who aren't wanted by the mothers? How, how do you be, how are you pro-life? And on the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. you've got Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot that plans to turn Chicago into an abortion tourist destination. Abortion tourism is a real thing, and it's about to become a huge industry. That is the culture of death. We are about the culture of life. We got a question for our American Mamas. Dear Mamas, if everything is as cool as Biden is describing right now, how come we have to juggle housing, food, and fuel costs just to get by? Well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. She said, that ain't the way I 
And joining us right now, our American Mama Terry Netterville Denise Arthur will be back. She's out and about right now. Uh, okay, so one of the things that I know about you and our listeners know about you, you are a baseball mom, mm-hmm. and you got two boys playing baseball for Louisiana Tech. And by the way, your son just set the doubles record for Louisiana Tech history. He did. It was remarkable. How about that? That's outstanding. Um, now, you're driving. Mm-hmm. You're traveling. Oh, yeah. You got three kids in school that yes. you're trying to help them pay for groceries. Right. Are, are you noticing that you're having to Kidding juggle? Me? Yeah, he's he's such a he's such a liar. He's such a farce. We don't believe what he's saying. Biden? He can, yes, he yeah. can say all of those things, but we are feeling it. I mean, my children, I have three kids who are in college, and they all drive their own vehicles, and like many, you know, like many do, and um, Slade, my youngest, sent a picture the other day of his pump at the gas station, $103. $103. Wow. It is unbelievable to me that we're not having more. Uh, I don't understand why the media is not reporting this more. You know, of course Fox does, but the mainstream media acts like they go along with Biden's narrative. And it's just not true. We're all feeling it. We want, you know, he can blame it on Putin. He can blame it on whatever he wants to. We know the truth. This happened far beyond before this whole Putin thing. But if, if, you're, if you're having to spend that much money to fill mm-hmm. up your, your car, it's possible you're actually spending more in gas per month than you are in in rent if you're in a dorm. Oh, there's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. And I wonder about these college kids. I wonder, you know, the food, you know, food and gas and just mm-hmm. the living expenses. Right. They're, they are feeling choked. You know, I was talking to Slade about this the other day, and he said, well, you know, so-and-so's parents sent him a little bit more money. It is hard. It's hard for the college students. It's even harder for the parents because we don't want them to have to suffer. This is not supposed to be the time for them to suffer. They're working. You know, like, for instance, our, my boys, their job is baseball. Right. And so they are working hard in that way. But I know a lot of these kids who are working outside of the classroom who are trying to make money just so they can go to school. And a lot of them have loans they'll have to pay back. And, you know, it's just we, we don't believe what the left-wing media is telling us. So how do you think that they're, they're, they're even trying to justify that everything's great, everything's fine? Well, they're getting away with it. If you think about it, think about Jen Psaki. She has she spends everything, every single topic that, especially if Peter Ducey brings it up, she spends it in such a way and we know it's a lie, but those on the left who only watch CNN or MSNBC or ABC, NBC, CBS, all of those, they don't realize that she is lying straight to their face. We look at facts. We look at what's actually happening out there. We look at both sides. And so they're getting away with it because these people that are so far to the left, they only see what, what they're saying on those left-wing media outlets. Interesting point you bring that up because I noticed that viewership for CNN is down and viewership for MSNBC is, is down. Yeah. People now, are figuring it out. That's my question. Do you think that even people who have been watching those channels regularly, when they hear how great things are from Biden and then they go to the grocery store, do you yeah. think that part of the reason why maybe they're not watching that, those channels anymore is because what was being said yes. and what they're experiencing in the real life right. don't add up. Well, without a doubt. And a lot of them, if you look at the numbers of Fox hosts from, I guess, 5 o'clock on, really all day long, but the nighttime, mm-hmm. they have spiked up. So all of those CNN 
people who moved to Fox. Now they've moved to Fox and they're getting the real information and they're seeing, okay, what he says matches what's actually happening to me. They can tell they can tell a difference in the liars and those who are speaking truth. And I wonder what impact this is going to have on this generation of young people mm. because many of them more than likely were indoctrinated through school, high school, right. that you know, the rich get richer, socialism is not such a bad thing. Wow. And now they're living it. They're seeing that the president control the Democrats control the White House, they control the Senate, they control the House. Mm -hmm. And yet Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's all this suffering out there. Something's not adding up. Well, you know up. what else they're noticing, Lewis? They see that whenever the left, if they go out and they protest, and we've gotten word that they've been paid, you know, from Soros, and it's always backed by the, a lot of these rich billionaires on the left. But our this generation is not only experiencing what you just talked about, but they're seeing how, wait a minute, how come they don't get punished for going up to, you know, a Supreme Court justice home and yelling and screaming and scaring us, which is actually illegal. And then on the flip side, if the right does anything like silently protest by praying in front of a, a, an abortion clinic, the media acts like that is a riot. It's unbelievable, and they're seeing it. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our website, americangroundradio.com slash mamas, and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Taryn Edible, thank you so much. Thank Denise you. Arthur will be back, and so will we. Digging deep, coming up next. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis R. Avalone. You know, a friend of mine sent me an email, and it, it's a story. Mm -hmm. I think I've got enough time here. But basically it says, Blessed are those that can give without remembering and take without forgetting. And so he, he goes on Ooh, to tell that, us. That can give without remembering and take, take with, without forgetting. So mm -hmm. one day a florist went to a barber for a haircut. Mm -hmm. After the cut, he asked about his bill and the barber replied, I cannot accept money from you. I'm, I'm doing community service this week. So the florist was pleased and left the shop. When the barber went to open his shop the next morning, there was a thank you card and a dozen roses oh. waiting for him at his door. That's very nice. Now, later, a police officer came in for a haircut, and he tried to pay his bill likewise. And the barber said, no, I can't take your money. It's community service. So the police officer was happy. He left the shop the next morning. Barber went to open up, and there was a thank you card and a dozen donuts waiting for him at his door. That's very nice, too. Well, then a politician came in for a haircut. Hmm. And when he went to pay his bill, the 
Barber again replied, I cannot accept money from you. I'm doing community service this week. Mm -hmm. The politician was, was very happy and left the shop. The next morning, when the barber went to open up, there were a dozen politicians lined up waiting for a free haircut. And that, my friends, illustrates the fundamental difference between citizens of our country and the politicians who run it. You know, as Ronald Reagan said, both politicians and diapers need to be changed often and for the same reason. <laughs> That's good stuff. Okay. It's time to dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Working in a coal mine. I was talking to my mom just before uh, Mother's Day. And actually on Mother's Day, I guess this was when I was talking to her. And and she said, yeah. well, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I waited to do laundry today. She said, I'm not doing laundry today. I'm going to wait till after sundown to do laundry so that I'm saving energy. I was like, Mom, why are you saving energy? She said, because the state of Texas asked me to. To save energy. I went, wait, why? You is, mean like, like electricity? Yeah, or? why Why is the state, she said, because if we didn't, if we did too much of, uh, if we used too much electricity today, we were going to have rolling brownouts across the state of Texas. The state of Texas. Uh-huh. In the United States of America. Yeah. We're having rolling brownouts look and and you've heard me i've said on the show i call the state of florida the free state of florida and you've like why why don't you call the texas the free state of texas there are some things in texas while texas is better than the vast majority of other states in the country in terms of how they treat business and their tax profile there are some things going on in texas that are a little bit disturbing okay this seems really crazy to me why in 2022 are we having problems keeping power on in the state of Texas? Okay. The main culprit, and this was uh, from ERCOT. ERCOT is the organization that oversees the power grid in the state of Texas. And they did warn people we were going to have brownouts over Mother's Day weekend. Uh, fortunately, the brownouts didn't happen. But the main culprit for the, con- the cause for concern was the weather. It was hot. It's always hot in Texas, Great though. point. They did set some daily temperature records uh, across the state. They didn't set yearly temperature. They didn't set all-time records. But it was triple digits in San Antonio, up into West Texas, Midland, Odessa, Laredo, San Angelo. But this certainly wasn't the hottest weekend in Texas history. No, because Texas is used to triple digit temperatures. Right. And it's going to be hotter in August than it was this week. It's hotter every August than it was this week. (laughs) Exactly. It's hotter in June in Texas than it was this week. Okay, so so the weather contributed, but you're saying not the only thing. That wasn't the factor. Other part is population growth. Okay, you got more people in Texas. Texas has grown by 4 million people over the last decade, according to the census. So you got more people consuming right. electricity. But but the power companies can purchase or produce more electricity. All right, now what, that's interesting because Texas cannot purchase electricity from other states because Texas is on its own grid. There are three power grids in the United States. There's the East Coast, there's the West Coast, and then there's Texas. Oh, wow. So Texas is on its own, most of Texas. Part of East Texas is still on the East Coast. Don't mess with Texas. Yeah. So um, so Texas can't just go get electricity from other states. And, and by the way, that, that 4 million increase over the last 10 years, that's about 13% of the Texas population increased. All right. So, so basically you're saying that Texas, since uh-huh. they can't purchase more electricity from other states or from anywhere else, right. then they would have to increase their output by 13% over the last decade. Okay. Now, t- 
Texas has been adding to its grid. But this is from CNBC. It's always a but. Texas installed 7,352 megawatts of new wind, solar, and energy installation projects last year, significantly outpacing California, which installed 2,697 megawatts of storage projects. So basically, Texas is adding more renewable energy than the state of California is. Does the governor know about this? Yes. Does the governor have a say-so in this? Because Somewhat. most people would not have associated the state of Texas with having more windmills mm-hmm. than the state of California. They're adding more windmills. I don't know if the total is higher than the state of California, but Texas is adding. But a, a significant part of Texas's power electricity, power generation is now coming from especially wind, but also solar. Um, but here's the problem. Renewables aren't reliables. Yeah, because you might have a cloudy day or okay. several so if you cloudy, have cloudy days. days, right? Then your solar panels aren't making as much energy. And that can be a problem, especially in the winter. But you also have the other problem during a heat wave when solar does work, because the, the same situations that cause a heat wave, it's high pressure in the atmosphere that clears out the clouds. And so you get a lot of downward winds pushing down the atmosphere that dries out the atmosphere, heats it up you get solar panels working pretty darn well in a heat wave. Okay, fair enough. But wind generation goes way down. The reason is that the same weather conditions that cause heat wave also cause low wind days. And if the wind isn't blowing, you can't generate wind energy. All right. But this was the problem when that winter storm, what that was from 2021, February 2021. I mean, there were people who died mm-hmm. because they ran out of power. More people die in cold weather than die in hot weather. That's something that the, these global warming alarmists don't like to mention. There are also some other problems. Uh, there are some natural gas plants that are just down for scheduled maintenance. They were trying to get ready for the summer, and this heat wave came a little earlier than usual. There was a fire at a natural ga- gas plant in Fort Bend County just outside Houston. There are also places in Texas where power was being generated, but it couldn't be transmitted to other parts of Texas. There was a map from ERCOT showing just how much a megawatt hour of electricity was costing on the on the wholesale market. And for the central part of the state, it was over four thousand dollars for a megawatt. Okay, megawatt hour. That's a lot of money. But down near Corpus Christi. It was negative $250 per megawatt hour. Okay, so this is a lot of numbers here you're throwing out. Uh-huh. It just sounds like, it sounds like, sounds a lot like California is in Texas. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. You, you got a lot of that going on. Maybe that's because one of the people who used to be on the board of directors for ERCOT lived in California. Look, Texas is adding more wind and solar than California is. And that's those are good additions to the power grid, right? Uh, well, as long as you don't mind killing some bald eagles, but they can't be the backbone of our energy grid. And the more we rely on them, the less reliable the grid itself becomes. We'll be right back. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Lewis Sar Avalone. So in Rhode Island, a school board there is removing honors classes 
in order to achieve more equity. Yeah. I mean, there's this equity obsession. Well, it, and, and all you end up doing is you bring everyone down to the lowest common denominator. See, part, we say in the show, the greatness of America comes from the greatness within you. And each one of us is different, but every single one of us has some greatness that was placed within us. Yes? Oh, absolutely. When you get rid of honors programs, you prevent people from being able to achieve their greatness. And instead, you bring everybody down to the lowest common denominator. You cannot be any greater than the person who's at the very bottom. No, it removes any individuality whatsoever. It removes the ability to achieve. It's this homogenized education. Everybody is equal. And look, we are created equal, but we are born different. It's like why everyone needs to get a trophy. I mean, if everyone gets a trophy, I mean, what does it really mean? And if there's a participation trophy. And if there's nothing to strive for, if there's if there's no one that if there's no one else in your class, you're like, you know what? I, that person's doing something that's kind of cool. I want to be like that person. What? You, you, so so not only do you lower the the people that are the high achievers, but you actually reduce incentives for people at the bottom to do better. Yeah, don't get me started about across the board pay raises because basically what that does is reward mediocrity. But look, look, let me just say something, and I hope you're sitting down. I am. I'm sitting down. In life, mm-hmm. there are winners. And there are losers. And you will not always be successful in all your endeavors. Nope. But it is the will to fight for what you want that makes it all worth it. The journey is indeed the reward. And success is not how you do compared to what other people do. Success is, com- is what you do compared to what you could have done. It's the drive within us. That makes people successful. When we take away honors programs, we prevent kids from being able to achieve their own potential. Let's get to a bright spot. I'm doing all right, getting good grades. The future's so bright. I gotta wear shades. So we talked yesterday about the protests this weekend at the homes of the Supreme Court justices, right? We talked about how the Biden administration at first defended the practice before they later backtracked. And when we see here, see or hear news like this, we start to think, has the world gone crazy? I've heard you say No, the world has gone crazy. Absolutely. The whole world? The whole world. And now look. Has it? Has our whole country gone crazy? Yes. Yes, yes. And, mm. and, well, let's say when you say the whole country. Yeah. Let's let's be a little bit more direct about that. Yeah. There are ordinary American ordinary Americans that are extraordinary. They get up every morning, right? They, they obey the laws, they work hard, they get up early, they, they go try to bed and be good late. Parents. They they try to take care of their family, they try to do the right thing. Yeah. But it's it's always it's there's always a group of people out there that mm-hmm. just ruin it. So, You're just ruining it. But see, here's the bright spot. According to a new poll, the whole country hasn't gone crazy. According to a new poll, the whole country isn't isn't just insane. This is out from the Trafalgar Group. They asked, "Do you believe that publishing the home addresses of the five Supreme Court justices and calling for protests at their private homes?" is an acceptable way to protest the high court's upcoming decision on Roe v. Wade. 76% said no. 
Yeah, three quarters of Americans Mm -hmm. have not gone crazy. Absolutely. Actually, only 16% said yes. That's a fringe minority. Very fringe. Yeah, absolutely. Now, 8% said they were unsure that those are just people who aren't paying any attention. But it gets better because not even all of any political party has gone crazy. Let's start with the Republican Party. 87% of Republicans say that's not okay. Protesting at people's houses. Publishing their names and their addresses, not okay. Sure. Independents, 75% of independents say, not okay. You know, independents are just closeted conservatives. Democrats, 67% of Democrats said that's unacceptable behavior. Only 23% said it was okay. So two-thirds of Democrats know that what happened this weekend was absolutely dead wrong. Two-thirds of Democrats in this country would be at odds with the leader of the Democrat Party, Joe Biden. The man, by the way, who received more, allegedly received more votes than any other presidential candidate in American history. I'm glad you brought up Biden, because in this same poll, a majority of Americans, 52%, said that Biden's failure to condemn this illegal behavior encouraged the lawlessness. 52%, a majority of Americans, are blaming Joe Biden for what happened this weekend. But, you know, this isn't the first time for Joe Biden. And this isn't the first time for the Democrats. All throughout 2020, there was no condemnation of the violence that was going on. The The mostly peaceful Molotov cocktails. Exactly. Where, Where was... Where was the leadership of the Democrat Party? I mean, at some point... They were pandering to the small minority of Americans who thought it is okay. At some point, if you call yourself a Democrat, Mm -hmm. or worse yet, Mm -hmm. you vote for a Democrat, do you realize what you're supporting? I mean, seriously. I'm asking that seriously. I'm saying to our listeners, you're not alone. You're not out of step with American values. You're not the one who's gone crazy. It's the far left that's gone crazy. And what's more, most Americans, including most Democrats, know it. That's a bright spot. That's why there'll be a red tsunami this fall. Coming up next, got a moment of well, stick around. You're listening to American Ground Radio. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Paul with Louis R. Abalone. Okay, we were talking about how earlier, how Democrats... 67% say that it is unacceptable to protest at the United States Supreme Court justices' home. Right. Two-thirds of Democrats think Two-thirds. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's 87% of Republicans believe that. Right. 75% of independents. You know what this tells me? What's that? We have far more in common than divides us. I agree. I, I mean, agree. So who's got, who's wedging, who's, who's got, who's put a wedge between the American people the elected Democrat leaders and big media. Okay. That, I mean, that's who's done it. No, I'm just saying we've got more and in common. And I can point to specific instances when they've done that. We've got more in common than not. I agree. Did you see Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, mm-hmm. who was testifying before a Senate committee, and she claimed, now get this, that reversing abortion rights would be very damaging to the United States economy. Because it, uh, it, you're basically eliminating the right of women oh to God. make decisions about when and whether to have children. What an awful statement wait a that minute. the no, U.S. No. economy oh, is so minute. dependent Don't. upon abortion. 
don't even get me don't even get me started. So you mean women can't make the decision of whether to have sex or not? The the only way that they can control whether or not that they have children is it by abortion? Is to abort them? How stupid is that? Whoa. <laughs> when I say whoa, I mean whoa. This Saturday was graduation day for Wiley College in Marshall, Texas. You may remember the name of that school. It was featured in a movie with Denzel Washington, The Great Debaters. Remember that movie? I do. Well, about 100 students were graduating from the school, and just before they walked across the stage, school president Herman J. Felton Jr. got up to make an announcement. He said, quote, you are debt free. You do not owe the college a penny. If you have a balance, you had a balance. You no longer have a balance. You see, an anonymous school member, a member of the school alumni, decided to pay off the debt that every member of the class of 2022 owed to the college that ended up being more than $300,000 in total. Oh, wow. I love that. Just a private person coming out and doing that. So much better than the federal government trying to do it. Sticking you with the bill. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.